Hello, Puggies, and welcome to the Pug Life Show, brought to you by Pug Parties, because your pug deserves to be the best dressed at the porty, and you can check them out at pugparties.com. I'm your host, Donna, and with me are my Puggy co-hosts, Charles and Rosie. In this week's episode, we're talking to Tim and Kat about their pug buddy. Plus, we'll also be talking grooming and their business, Bubbles and Cuddles Mobile Dog Wash. This show is jam-packed with awesome grooming information and wonderful stories about Buddy, including his many nicknames, which are funny and totally relatable. I won't give them all away, but one of my favourite is Crumbum, and I'm sure you can figure out how he managed to earn that one. I do want to mention that this episode was recorded as part of our live stream series. So if you want to watch the impromptu puggy tricks that Buddy performs during the show, then please use the link in the show notes to watch the replay. And before we start, I want to remind you to subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes so you get advance notice of our next episode and much, much more. So your business is called Bubbles and Cuddles Mobile Dog Wash. Yes. Uh, so what inspired you guys to start this business, being that it's mobile as opposed to the traditional shop front? Well, I've always wanted to work with animals. And when I was young, the only option really was like a vet, which involved with the bad parts of looking after animals and maybe working in a zoo and shoveling ele- elephant poo or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I never really considered dog grooming until the opportunity sort of just came up. We uh, we got someone to come and groom our dog and we got to talking to them and they said that the, the business in our area was in sale. And so mum and I jumped on it because mum, I was working with her at the time. Yeah. And yeah, ever since then, we've just been dog grooming. We started with the franchise and now she has her own business and I've got my own. Um, but mobile's really good. It's practical. It's good. You can get to people that can't get to the salons. Which is going to be my next question. What are some of the key differences between going to a salon and using a mobile business? Um, well, firstly, it's a more contained area. So there's a lot less that I can do. I can't do like poodle uh, grooms and things like that. It's because no, the dogs. Clips. Yeah, it's breed tricky. clips. Yeah. yeah. Anything that takes a long period of time because the dogs get a bit restless in this small environment. Mm. That's probably one of the major things, I think. Um, but also in the same time, I get to come to you, so you don't have to put the dog in the car and go through that and then wait and pick it up, um, yeah. which I think is a big benefit, especially with like elderly people and people that just don't have the ability to do that. So it's great being able to do the ones that would not be done otherwise. No, no, it's definitely awesome. So in your experience, what's the most difficult thing about grooming a pug? Oh, I'd have to be the toenails. Always the toenails. Yeah. Touch your feet? Yeah. Well, I was about to say, because we, we were talking on Tuesday night, um, Buddy has a thing about his paws. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. very sensitive. <laughs> Which is funny because we had a guest last year, um, little Stevie, where she allows her parents to massage them. Wow. And she just had I, I was amazed. Like I had to see a video because I said, not that I want to call you a liar, but I've never known a pug to allow no. their, their parents to it's, ever. It's unheard of. Yep, so it's across all breeds, no dog likes their feet touched. Yeah. Yep. No, Stevie is one of a kind. That That's is for it. sure. I've seen I like um um and I her her porrid's names have escaped me off the top of my head, but they posted a video in the group so that we could all revel in the uh this amazing thing that just it, sort of it needs never to be <laughs> And trained. 
I know. Oh, here we go. So um, we've just, Gerald's um, just glared at the screen when you said toenails. He's deaf, but he heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, absolutely. I was just going to say, we've just, oh, and Jess was saying convenient for people like me with four pugs. Oh, my God, yes. Jess, you need to come on the show. Because <laughs> even though I have to admit my um, my show, um, what's the word, record is five pugs. That is over a couple, so two ladies and their five pugs. Um, I haven't met anyone who singularly has four pugs. Now, walking into a house, it's a stampede. Yep. It is a whirlwind of pugs. It's a cuddle of pugs. We took Buddy once just to, you know, have a visit and place with other dogs and yeah, he was a bit overwhelmed, especially with the younger two twins. It was a bit much for him, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh poor thing. No, I have to absolutely. Um, Jess, please DM me. I have to see this for myself. It's amazing. <laughs> absolutely amazing. So apparently Willow, she gets her nails dremeled. Wow. Is, is that is that like the sander? Yes. Oh wow! So I have yeah, to admit, my um, my groomer does use the sander on Rosie and Charles because, um, and especially Charles being thirteen, he's he's a grumpy old bugger, really. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they get away with they it. Didn't hold their paw long enough to do it, whereas a nail clippers you can get in there and quick, quick, yeah. When you're sanding them, you have to be able to hold. Yeah. Admit, Willow is another one of those uh, those puggies who is uh, is one of a kind. She's yeah, a very well behaved young lady who patiently sits to wait for her blueberries and raspberries every night from her dad. <laughs> so maybe I'll have to, um, Joe. You'll have to let us know. Do you like float the raspberries above? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There must be a trick. You put some on his head. Absolutely. Oh, Rachel and Agatha have joined us, and apparently Agatha acts like a murder victim. <laughs> That sounds more like it. Yeah, our, our late Stuffy was exactly the same. It took two of us to hold him down. We have to pin him down with my full weight just to get like one or two. Um, yeah, just to do claws. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, and I have to, that is the, the challenge, um, especially I've, all my pugs, all the other nails, you can pretty much sort of keep them fairly short, but those dew claws. Yeah, and nice. I, I won't cut them. I will always take them in and have them done by somebody else because I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And I always worry that I'll get the quick, which is just the, which just then makes me feel like the worst pug parent in history. The truth is, you probably will. Um, if it's not too much, though, it's actually a good thing because it makes the quick recede a little bit. So yeah. next time it grows, there'll be that little gap that you can get onto. I've actually got this here. Um, this is something I swear by. The label's a bit wrecked. Yeah. Where are we? But it's um. Oh, yes. Septic gel. Septic gel, yes. Yeah. It only takes two drops and you hold it on the dog's nail if it bleeds. It stings a little bit, yeah. but it stops the blood immediately. So if you actually do the wrong thing and there's a lot of blood, this will stop them. Yeah, it coagulates it, it and seals emergency. it straight away. Oh, so can we get that at a pet store? Um, I've seen it at, like, the pet warehouse places and yeah. on pet circle. It's pretty common. Cool. So it was called septic gel? Styptic. S-T-Y-P. T-I-C. P-I-T. No, sorry. S-T-Y-P-T-I-C. P-T-I-C. Yes. Right. I'm just putting it in the um in the comment section for everyone so that uh, if they do want to go and have a look, um, they uh, they definitely can get it. Yeah, it's great. They, they shouldn't fear clipping their dog's nails. Like that is the biggest fear. But 
that's pretty much a dog groomer's secret for styptic gel. Yeah, it helps. Also, uh, dog grooming nail clippers like these, as opposed to the ones that push. Oh yes, they're much better. The ones where the you put the nail in and you push the blade across. Yeah, they're, they're very difficult for pug nails because the pug nails curl in so much and they're so close to the. Uh, mm -hmm. So I wouldn't recommend using those. Oh, and also split the nail too. It's a very, very old style of nail clipper, but these new ones, they're recommended. Yeah, much better. Oh, absolutely. No, thank you so much. Well, it is a nightmare clipping your dog's nails, but it has to be done. So any little help. I know. The worst. I was just uh, so we've got one person here. So the vet wanted to sedate uh, their pug every eight weeks. Um, so that, uh, no, no, you don't need Every eight weeks. Oh, some are pretty oh, hard. No, my God. So every eight weeks, that would just be horrendous for poor yeah. little Willow. Risky but too. Yeah, there's not really any need for those. No. Well, apparently Alfie's bitten, uh, bitten, bitten three vets trying to cut his nails. Oh, gosh. Oh, well, I mean, if they're, they're walked regularly enough, most of the main nails will stay short enough and it's just the dew claws. And, I mean, at, at yes. worst, like every 12 to 16 weeks, they'll definitely need to be cut. But... Sedation, it's it's a bit invasive. It is, but if it's the only way to do it, I do have dogs whose nails I can't cut. Yeah, you've tried every tricks in the book, uh, every trick in the book, and it's just it won't happen. You know, when they get yeah, aggressive so and they'll hurt themselves. There's one customer we have a Craggy Burn. Like we can't even touch his feet to dry them. He's no, I can't clip him. He's got no. fluffy feet. I clip all his body, but he has fluffy feet, and his nails are super long, and there's nothing and I can do about it. I think they only put him getting sedated to his nails maybe. Once a year or twice a year? Twice a year, when they get real bad. Yeah. But the dew claws, yeah. it depends how quickly they grow. If they're touching mm. the mat, they need to be cut. No, absolutely. Because, yeah, if they ingrow, it gets oh, to the point where they can't actually fix it, can they? Or they've got to do surgery? Uh, I've had a lot of dogs, that, especially over the, um, the lockdowns and everything, I've had quite a few dogs where the nails have grown into the pad. And they're people who probably won't take the dog in for surgery so I've just clipped it out and peeled it out, and it's an absolutely horrific thing. But mm. once it's out and once it's clean and everything, then the nail's gone and the, the dog's fine. Yeah, it's just something the foot clean. Really. Yeah. There's not much that a vet can really do. No, no. And, of course, and how uncomfortable for the four oh, Most horrible thing to I can't imagine it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Even, yes, Grant, ouch, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, uh, I think. Uh, oh, here we go. I was just going to say, um. Uh, uh, Lynn's actually said that uh, pretty much Gerald, her puggly, she has a puggly, but Gerald's more cavalier than cavalier in look, pug in attitude, and apparently he's got the RSPCA on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> you're, buddy, you're the opposite. You look like a pug, but you're chill out like a cavi, aren't you? Mm. Oh, he's, he's being very chill tonight, yeah, he's, very he's happily sitting on his on oh. lap. Yeah, this is his favourite place in the whole world. If I could get one of those baby carriers, I could probably take him to work and he'd stay there all day. <laughs> no, that doesn't surprise me. Actually, Oscar, which is Lynn's other pug, um, I think he'd uh, he'd be the same too. Absolutely. So what's probably the most important thing um, that we should be grooming on our pug um, in between grooming sessions um, and how often should we be doing it? Yeah, definitely the face folds, uh, especially um, the one closest to the nose. I find that one picks up the most stuff. Uh, and, yeah, probably, look, 
if you can be bothered every day, if you can't really be bothered, maybe three times a week, but it's imagine the crud growing on your face and you can't do anything about it. At least every second day because, yeah. you know, they got the short snouts, they're sniffing everything on their walks yeah. and they're eating food. They absolutely hate it though, so it's a battle. My sister's pug, Archie, one of the long, young twins, he keeps food for Ron on a five-hourly basis. Yeah, I pulled out half a schmacker last <laughs> time. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, you have to tell us about grooming his nose. Yeah, he's the worst out of gross. the four. And even though his face is squished up, he somehow manages to squish it up even more when I'm trying to clean it. Yeah, oh, he doesn't want us to take it. Yeah, no. yeah, they're difficult. There was, I'm, a, I'm assuming it was a smacko strap that you found in his nose fold. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he's got a very big fold, and he just the food doesn't go anywhere. How, and they, they clean it every day. He just keeps it filthy all the time. I know. I, I help out every once in a while on the weekends because I work full time during the week somewhere else. On the weekends, and I went with him one time to do Jess's pugs, and he's like, "Oh, here, you know, just grab the wet wipe, start doing his nose for me." And I was like, "I cleaned it out." I was like, "Well." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is important to keep their folds clean. Yeah, that so that and their eyes, I think, would probably be the, the most eyes important. is another big one too. Like even this ears. guy, he's he's not free from that constantly. Three, four, five, ten times. Yeah, probably a day. five times a day we're wiping boogers out of his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, if we don't like him, he'll eat them. Yeah, I use the, um, the spray visine to try and sort of keep them at least a little bit lubricated mm. so that I'm, yes, Jess has said, yep, it's true. <laughs> um, there was, there. I just, I still, I'm trying to imagine in my mind's eye pulling out a smacko strap from his nose hold. I just. It wasn't the whole thing, but it was large enough. A piece, but I mean, it's probably like um, the, um, oh, there we go. Willow apparently eats her boogers, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we don't keep them. The tongue goes all the way up and it just drags everything down. I am, I'm just amazed, but I'm just sort of, it must be, um, hello to Noreen who's just joined us as well. Um, the, like, it must be the equivalent of an A&E surgeon trying to pull like a, um, like a matchbox car or a, like a kid's toy from a kid's nose. Like, mm, yeah. Just the, <laughs> Yeah, well, they don't head. want you doing it either. Like, so just trying to get them to sit still long enough. Like, we're trying to help you, little yeah, one. that's right. We're doing it. <laughs> yeah. The ears as well are a big one. Keeping the dog's ears clean is tough. Um, oh, yes. But just regular ear cleaning. Like, there's a solution. What's, what have I got here? It's called Epiotic. It's. Oh, yes. I can't, I can't I'll use something out. similar to that, yeah. yes. It's cheap. You can get it from anywhere. And a few drops every couple of days. In the oh. ears and squish it around yeah. and wipe it off. Well, if they've got normally clean ears, like maybe like at least once a fortnight you, you chuck it in there, especially with dogs that have ear flaps that cover the actual ear hole because then the, the moisture doesn't get out. So the epiotic helps bring everything to the surface and dry out the ear. And that saves from infections. Like when we first got this little guy, he had four different infections. He had one in one ear and three different types yeah, in three the other different ear. types of bacteria in the other ear. So it yeah. took a couple of months to get his ears under control, even maybe up to a year. But after that, we just put a bit of epiotic in every couple of weeks and mm-hmm. keeps his ears nice and clean and dry, don't they? He hasn't had a problem ever since. Yeah, we're on it now, though. Wow, Puggies, I'm loving this episode, and I hope you are too. If you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, then please click on the link in our show notes so you get advance notice of our next guest. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Live in the Pug Life, so you can be the crazy pug lady you've always wanted to be with our other like-minded crazy pug ladies. Now it's time to get back to the show.
I'll skip a question and say, tell us a little bit about yourself and Buddy and how did you meet? And then we'll come back to the uh, the first question. I think you should tell. Well, Buddy actually used to belong to a friend of ours who we're still really good friends with. It was actually Buddy and his sister Gizmo and we used to babysit them every once in a while. Well, he was a fan and constantly going out here and there camping and whatnot and I just love you, didn't I? And, yeah, he moved into a new place and it just it wasn't suitable. He didn't have the right time to keep continuing to look after mm. them too. So we convinced him to let us foster them for the time being and find them new homes. Um, we went through Pug Rescue Victoria, but by the time the volunteer came, we had fallen in love, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Zoe, uh, Gizmo, not so much. She was actually quite difficult because... She just didn't. She was getting along with in. our staffy yeah. bully. She um, was fighting she was with the staffy Picking all the time. fights and being very domineering. And we didn't have the time to do the sort of intense behavioral training that she needed. Yeah. But he was a sweetheart. He's sort of like a follow the leader. So yeah, we definitely. decided to keep Buddy for a little bit because we were looking for a companion dog for Bud, for Bully. Um, we thought we'll give him a try on his own for a while. And everything just kind of fell into place, didn't it? Yeah, we yeah. fell in love with him pretty quickly. And he's a good match. He fit in really well with the cat and the other dog. Oh, he's definitely afraid of the cat. Yes. <laughs> so what? Um, so mischief is the cat's name. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, you were saying he both both Bully and Buddy were very afraid of mischief, and mischief knew it to the point where he'd sit. Sorry, she would sit in the doorway. Oh, she still does it. Yeah. If they wanted to go out, or yeah, if they want to go outside and she's sitting in the doorway, they won't. They would stay with, they sleep in the bedroom with us as well. So in the morning, we'd actually be woken up by the dogs kind of like whining, like, because mm, 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 she'd be sitting in the in the bedroom doorway and they want to go out so they can go have a bit of a wee or something to eat for breakfast. And she'd be yeah. standing at them like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Bring it on. I dare you. I dare you to walk past. And if they tried, it was just. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you consider like a pug and a staffy aren't technically bigger than a cat. Well, yeah, but that's why she has to make herself seem bigger, yeah. I guess. She's the nastier. boss. She's the first yeah. one. She's the boss. Yeah. Queen. I don't know where she is. But he still eats her food. So there's a give and take. Oh, yeah, he, yeah he, he's like, yeah. he lost weight and then realised he could jump up onto the table, the kitchen dining room table and eat her food. So... And sometimes we forget when we go to work and we come home and the cat is just screaming at us and we look at the food bowl and it's licked clean, like there's no crumbs left. And we're yeah, like, it's polished. he's, he's <laughs> eating her food again. Yeah. <laughs> Revenge. Hey, Grandma? Revenge. Yeah, I? exactly. That's right. It's give and take. <laughs> yes. So the beautiful thing is, is Gibbo's actually now happily rehomed, funnily enough, with a house with a staffy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yes. she grew up with a staffy as well. But different dynamic, I guess. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it just needs the right uh, needs the right staffy, apparently the right cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. So, which is lovely. Do you guys still catch up with with Gizmo? Or you haven't seen her since she she left for pug rescue. No, we haven't physically seen her since she left for the pug rescue. But they did post um a follow up. The pug rescue page did post a follow up about where she was, and we did briefly speak to the new owners because they were, they were a foster house and then they end up deciding to adopt her. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we shared like just a couple of photos of these two cuddling up with their, their staffies and uh, that was I think the last time. But she was seemed a lot more calm. She was very neurotic, Hardly had to be in charge of everything and then the photos that they shared with her, she was really kind of calm and at peace. Yeah, it seemed like. Oh, she yeah. was definitely They, they worked right magic place. on her, that's for yeah. sure. 
they they had the time to give her that we didn't have. Yeah. No, no. So I'll go back to my first question, which was um, just because it was such a, a good segue into uh, into how Buddy came into your life. So what inspired you to become a pug parent in the first place? It, it didn't. I've always preferred bigger dogs. I've always raised for sort of medium to large dogs and I never thought I'd like little dogs, but it was the babysitting because he was so Yeah, you just spend time with a pug and you fall in love with them. <laughs> yeah, and like Jess's pugs, like I never thought I'd have a pug because I'm like, they're just so crazy. Like how do you how do you live like this? Like I don't know. And then but this guy, he's so calm. Like he's sitting here the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, he's expecting treats. That's why there'll be payment oh, later. Just, yeah, just <laughs> he looks at me so lovingly, and your tail doesn't stop wagging, and you just oh. everybody falls in love with you, even the vet nurses, even my brother, who's um, you know, like Farmer Michael. He's always had kelpies and healers and stuff. Yeah. First time he met this guy, it's just oh, goo, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can't resist me. I think all pugs are irresistible. That's mm. what it is, especially the first pug I groomed. I knew I was going to get one in the end. There's nice. just something special about them. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've always wanted a French bulldog, and I still would love a French bulldog, but, you know, him coming into my life, like, it's definitely changed how I feel about pugs and smaller breeds, especially yeah. the big one that can sit on my lap and I can pick up and... Yeah, yeah. He's, he's always keeping us warm, that's for and sure. And the costumes. The costumes. I know, and we will get to that. We That's will it. Get to that. You can't dress up a German Shepherd. No, no, they do look a little silly. Yes, not a good way. Awkward. <laughs> yes. Whereas pugs are just taken in their stride. Like, just bring on the. Uh, if this is going to get me more attention. Then bring it on. Absolutely. That's all they yep. That's all they care about. More food, more attention. Absolutely. So um Buddy was his original name. You guys yes. didn't name him. Um, but I do want you to, because this is my favorite part, I want you to run through his nicknames. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were awesome. And I had to, I'll have to uh, as you're talking, you I need that? to uh, oh, I need I don't to know. Go my notes. We can I list think... a few. There's Crumbum. Yes. Gremlin. Goblin. Uh, munchkin and Pumpkin. Yes, Munchkin and Pumpkin. Um, There's a, uh, uh, well, the more polite word would be Poop Lips. Because he eats cat poo all the Loves time. Loves it. Truffle hunting is his favourite activity. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely dreadful. Um, I'm, I can't think of the others. Cat's oh, trying to find the list that we sent Oh, oh, chicken yes, nugget. I, say, I want the story. I want you to tell there the story is. behind Crumbum and Nugget. Oh, Stampy Pants as yes. well. Oh, Stampy Pants because when he hits ready to eat dinner, he actually just runs around. Stampy's <laughs> Pants And everywhere. screams at you. The, oh, the screaming pug because he occasionally howls at you, especially when we're gone for work too long. Oh, yeah, he makes us know that he's upset about it. Yeah. Yeah, Chicken Nugget, He, um, I came home with a 24-pack of Chicken Nuggets with the intention of sharing them with the dogs, a few of them, and I put them on the bench. I got up and to get a drink. I heard a crash, and I came down, and within at least 15 seconds, maybe less, he'd eaten all of them, and he was just sitting there like a big square, like yeah. the box. That <laughs> like this. On the couch for about two days, we had to actually sit after him. 
<laughs> and he had the biggest smile on his face. There was no regrets at no, all. Not a single one. <laughs> Me? No regrets. Yeah, he doubled in size that day. That was that was funny. Funny, but you know, also a bit scary. That was a lot. Very, yes. <laughs> yeah, we looked it up straight away to, to actually see like if there's is any danger of anything for eating that much. And I think it was mostly just watching it to see if he was going to um, throw up and make sure that you know he doesn't get constipated and things like that. But you were fine in yep, the end. Typical pug can eat anything, and it comes out one end or the other. So Lynn says nugget coma. Yeah, basically <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Yeah, with a big smile on his face. Yeah. Um, and apparently she loves all the nicknames. Gerald is also called Truffle Hunter, um, yeah. and he's very happy when he he likes um, he gets McDonald's, but I can't remember his nuggets. I think it's a McDonald's patty though. Uh, but he has been known to jump up. He's the dog, the old the pug that I was telling you about that climbed up the bookcase to get onto the kitchen bench to eat the roast chicken. Yeah, oh. wow. <laughs> yep. yep. Nothing will come between a pug and its food if it's left long enough. Sorry. Hell no. So what, where did you get Crumbum from? Well, Crumbum just because he, he walks around like a vacuum cleaner sniffing up every tiny little crumb in the house. Yeah, so you give him a treat, like, you know, from leftover dinner, like, because you'll eat any vegetables or leftovers. And as soon as you leave, he just literally like a vacuum cleaner, his nose face to the ground and it's just, you know, sniff, 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 and you can hear him licking. Even when Does I'm his tail to- do this, a bit like a submarine periscope? Well, no, it's fine. Even if I'm trying to sweep, like, the lounge room and the kitchen floor because most of our house is tiled and sometimes I'll just sweep instead of vacuum and he, you know, you pile everything up in a corner to collect it later, I'll catch him and he's destroyed the whole pile because there could be food. (laughs) He hangs around the stove like anything, like there's no crumb left behind. Yeah. Even if it's not food. Yes. So, um... So Buddy's birthday is in March, and I was shocked, and I reckon everybody else who's watching is, how old's Buddy turning in March? 14. Yep, yep. And I still, to this day, cannot believe that he's a four, he's soon to be a 14-year-old dog. And it was three weeks ago we taught him how to roll over. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, that was going to be, so he's um, um, rolling uh, roll over and a paw bump. Yeah, he's been doing the paw bump for a long time. We taught him that as a... Um, just something that we can do every time we leave the house so he knows that we're coming back to help with separation yeah. anxiety. So he's, he's pretty good at that one. But rolling so over nice. was a bit of a shock. Uh, I just tried it. I used actually Jess showed me the technique, but I just tried it at one time and the food was good enough that he started to work it out. And I think it probably took us about half an hour. No, maybe. no, it was two over two days he got it. But we only spent like five or ten minutes doing it each time, just trying to push him a little further. And I think well, when we last spoke on Tuesday, he was doing it with what? commands. Now we can actually do it only with hand gestures. We don't actually have to say anything now. Oh, yeah. nice. Yep, he continues to surprise us, this little guy. Mm. Well, Grant said, wow. Lynn said 14. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, oh, there's no sign of slowing down, is there? No, no. I mean, like... Just starting to get a touch of the arthritis in the old back legs here, yeah. but otherwise. No, just, just absolutely amazing that he's like, he's turning 14. Um, so the other thing is, is so we do have to talk about, which is a little bit of a, of a sad moment. So he lost his best friend yeah. in January. Yeah, yeah, we lost yeah. Bully. I think the 4th of January we lost Bull Winkle. Yeah, our, our stuffy, English stuffy. Yeah, and we... We took Bully, uh, we took Buddy with us into the vet so that he was there for the whole process. Um, mm-hmm. On advice from a friend of mine who'd done the same thing with his dogs, and we were really surprised at the way he's reacted because Buddy's never been alone. He was with Gizmo his whole life, and now the Staffy, 
and then he spent the second half of his life with Bully and Ars. He's never, ever been on his own. And he's taken it really, really well. Yeah, he hasn't been looking for him. He hasn't had sort of his usual separation anxiety. We had to replace the blinds in one of our house once because we left him alone for five oh, minutes to take right. Bully to the vet. Yeah, he went crazy. Yeah, destroyed he the place. destroyed the house. Yeah. But, no, I think he's just not happy when we're gone for a long time. But I think taking him with us on his own level, he's understood. And with Bully being sick for as long as he was, like, I think mm. he knew. Yeah. Like, even with mischief, she was a bit cranky the first few weeks and even she's starting to kind of get a bit cuddly and understand what's going on. But Yeah, no, he took it better than we really thought because we were really panicked. We thought maybe we're going to have to borrow someone else's dog well, or yeah. we'll take him to, to um, Jess's place so that he can be looked after with the other dogs. But, no, he's coped really, really well. It just He just continues to surprise us, this little guy. No, it's so wonderful. Yeah. So, as we were talking on Tuesday, Charles, after three weeks, we just went, no, we... This is, he's too lonely. He really, same thing, didn't know life without Winston. So yeah. for the first time in 10 years, no Winston. And he he wasn't there when they did it. We arrived afterwards because of the, the circumstances. Um, and, yeah, Charles just could not, couldn't do it. So having Rosie come to sleep over and then stay permanently. <laughs> yeah. Um, I promise everyone I do pug sit and not every pug stays with me. <laughs> <laughs> she gives them back sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, like, you know, I'll let you, I'll let you have them back for visits. So. <laughs> um, so it's just amazing he's just done so well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, he wasn't really in the best condition when we picked him up because my mate didn't know anything about looking after dogs. Yeah. Um, and he's... Is in the place where he needs to be. And it's the same with Gizmo, I think, the way that Gizmo recovered so well because the time we had her, we had her for quite some time and we weren't getting any progress with her. She was mm. barking all the time, pissing everywhere. It was difficult. Yeah. And in that pretty much that same period of time at her foster house, they managed to give her what she needed and the time and the effort and the energy and she came good. So it's a happy ending for both of us. with this guy too, remotely. Yeah. Having a bit of direction and, you know, being allowed to sleep on the, the couch in the bed just made this huge difference. Like... They never used to stop barking with the previous owner, and then he'd come over and be like, "Why are they not barking?" And like, "Because they're on the couch, because yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> where they belong yeah. with the humans." Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what's Buddy's um treats? Because he's only just recently discovered a new favorite. Oh, yeah. Well, with when we had Boinkle together with Buddy, food was competition, and we couldn't eat bones or anything like that. Now that he's gone, and we're like, let's try and find stuff for him for Buddy to eat. Yeah, that takes sort of time. We've been yeah. experimenting. Normally it was just schmackos and, and dentistics and things like that that they could both share. But these latest one is lamb's lamb knee knuckles. Oh, yeah, he likes those, yeah. It, yeah, good three or four hours. He just sits there just gnawing, gnawing at them. And chicken necks. Yeah, chicken necks and are a big one for him. Chicken necks. And because now the bully's gone, he can actually eat it slowly. He doesn't just swallow it whole, which is what yeah. we're before. Yeah, we're always worried because he yeah. was always eating everything too quickly. But but now, like, he's enjoying his food. But he gets all sorts. He's got jerky, chicken jerky, and yep, liver some jerky. Some liver treats. Yep. Yeah, we'll just keep experimenting with him because he likes it all. He is a pug. <laughs> yeah. With the, anything. with the lamb knee bone, he didn't know what to do with it at first because he'd never seen it before. And then he's grabbed it off because, like, it's dog food. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what to do with it. And then eventually he got the hang of it and... The second time I gave him one, he knew exactly what it was. Yeah, he was ready for we it. We didn't see him for four hours. <laughs> and he ate more of it this time. He just left these two bones. I stepped on one like Lego. Don't ever step on a dog bone. Mm. Oh, yes. 
Yes, a few profuse words. Yep. Issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think I, I, threw them out. I found them, I threw them out, and then he got really savage. He started digging. He's got a blanket on his bed. And he yeah. started digging through the blanket, and he had one buried underneath, and he pulled it out. <laughs> it he started it chewing it. He stashed one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart boy. Yeah. So can we see a paw bump? Oh, maybe. The end of the mood for it? Come on. Give me boots. Come on, buddy. Do it. Come on. Please. Don't be shy. Come on. Go again. Come on, friends. Come on. Oh, no. We're nah, doesn't look like it. Come on, mate. Oh, Come on. I'll get a treat. I'll get a treat. Oh. <laughs> the universal answer. Straight away. He's not a silly puggy. Oh, we could turn the camera around and we can show the, the roll if you want. See, oh, well, we'll see how we we'll see how we go with the poor bump. All right, Let's see if we can turn this. Come here, buddy. Yeah. Uh, can, it, can you see? Yep. Yep. Really nice. Oh. Oh my God! Well done. Well done. All right, we'll do the fist bump. Oh, you want to do the fist bump? I'm, I'm so jealous. Yeah. I didn't think it would be possible. I thought I was trying to do the impossible, but he just yeah. worked it out very quickly. I know. And as is the old adage, can't teach an old dog new tricks. But no, just get no. new food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to change the treats. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. it. Although without treats, we can't get him to do anything. No. No. <laughs> no. Oh no! So the uh, the important question of the actually no two more. So what's Buddy's favourite adventures? He just loves going to the park. We call it reading the news. Yeah. You know when you take your dog for a walk and they have to stop and sniff all the trees. <laughs> he's got one tree. We call it the age because it's the biggest tree, and he spends a lot of time there. But just fresh grass because he, he spent a lot of time just sort of in a yeah, concrete just jungle. Grass that other dogs have peed on. To be honest, that's yeah. his absolute favourite. So when we take him to the park, he doesn't really care about the other dogs. He just goes and, and just wants to sniff all the bushes. I, I love the uh, the concept of it's like him going to read the news. Yeah, it's, that's the way it seems. Like if it's a big page, then he takes his time and has a good read of it and then he moves on when he's he's learned everything he needs to learn. Sometimes he adds his own bit, sometimes mm. not. He doesn't mind car rides, but he tends to get a bit bored. Um, my parents' house, my parents live in South Gippsland in Lingafra yeah. and they've got like, you know, a couple of acres of property and oh when we do go for a walk around, he does love having like just fresh grass and flowers and, you know, there's obviously there's wildlife out there and he picks up their scent and he just kind of goes on an adventure with his nose. Yeah. It's Literally, it's like the equivalent of CNN News 24-7 then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Definitely getting spoiled by, by his two grandmas as well. Mm. Grant, uh, Grant said, uh, gold medalist for the next party. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. We're going to try uh, Play Dead next. And uh, Rachel thinks that possibly she needs to try harder to teach Agatha new tricks. So <laughs> I'm not sure that trying hard is going to work for me with Rosie or Charles. <laughs> no, it's up to the dog. It's, it's Absolutely. Not, it's, like he's so beautifully behaved. Yeah, he's a good boy. I'm absolutely jealous. 
Um, but you did say that he obviously loves grass, bounces around like a rabbit, and loves to roll, roll, oh, in the roll long run. around it, like as in continually roll. Yeah, mm. he just absolutely loves long grass. It's the best thing, and because of his tail, it's not fully curled. It stands up a bit when the grass is too long. <laughs> all you can see is his little tail just wiggling along. Yeah. <laughs> just his periscope. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. As long as we can see the tail, we know he's all right. Yeah, not just any grass. I think winter is his favourite because that's when everything's going fresh and green, like that nice soft grass. Yeah. Right now you can see him walking through and he kind of like tiptoes through the dry it's grass because it's, 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 it's prickly. It's yeah. like this is not what I expected. On that note, it's um, grass seed season. I'd like to just yes. point that out. So when you are walking the dogs, make sure you check their toes because it can be really, really bad for them. And it's easy to take out after a walk, just a quick brush. Even though they hate it, it's worth it. You have to. No, absolutely. And a really good point. Thank you so much for that, Tim, because Charles has had two surgeries on one yeah. of his paws. From I watched a dog the other day who'd lost his toe from it. And, um, oh, yeah. wow. there's, there's all sorts of horror stories with grass seeds. They're, they're absolutely terrible. And for it's dogs. not something you would normally think about, even with dogs no. that don't have much hair between their toes, like because it is a bit squishy in there. Like, even mm. he doesn't have much hair, but we, we check them quite regularly, even though he hates it, as you can <laughs> see. He hates it, but <laughs> it takes two seconds to check their feet after a walk, and then. Yeah. Like, you know, and that compared to say finding that they've got an abscess and then surgery and like it's mm -hmm. hours and days to fix. Oh, it's just yes. a simple thing to check for. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, so my last question is, what is Buddy's favourite outfit? The ladybird. I think it's mine too. Actually, <laughs> I think it's all of ours. He struts around in it so proud. He definitely <laughs> likes wearing it. It was his first one. It used to be Bullwinkles, and it was a little bit too small for him. And when yeah. we babysit them, I think we had a bit of fun one night deciding to dress them all up. And when we put the ladybird outfit on him, oh, it was heaven. Yeah, his eyes were sparkling. <laughs> he sits down, he does that self. turn. <laughs> he still loves it. Like, even when we pull out, like, you know, his Crosby sweater and a few others, like, he's excited. <laughs> no, he's very lucky. He knows that uh, he's living the good life. Yeah, he is now. I think a lot of rescues definitely seem that way as well. They seem more appreciative. They're a little bit more easygoing on you and, you know, they, they seem to, a lot of the rescues that I do just seem grateful that they're not in a previous situation that they're in. Yes, having a, having a wonderful, loving home and they know, they know so quickly that. Yeah, this is the right place for them. This is the forever home and this is as good as it gets. I, mean, I have to, my partner, Andrew, um, has always said, when I die, I want to come back as one of my pugs. Yeah. He said, might, might start out a bit rough in life, but I tell you what, the tail end of it is always a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yes, we, uh, we finally got to take Rosie and Charles to, uh, to our local cafe for chips yesterday. So I'm not joking. Rosie was the most embarrassing behaved pug I think I've ever owned. <laughs> like people stopped to look at her. Um, <laughs> she was she was um they were in the stroller so we could try and contain them until the chips had cooled down and she stamped a paw against the side of the stroller. Oh, stamp your pants. Stamp your pants. Yep. <laughs> and yep. she's grumbling and of course Charles is just sitting there calmly going, it's okay, I'll wait for my chips. Yep, I'll and be the good one. Like, I want yeah. my chips and I want them now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I completely understand the stampy pants at dinner time. Yeah. How dare we take so long? That's right. Yeah. How dare. Yeah, we've got them down. 
Well, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight and all the wonderful information that you shared about from a grooming perspective and obviously um, Buddy's beautiful life and uh, and I can't believe he's made a liar of me. Everyone, I promise, he does smile all the time. Um, but <laughs> having his great right, right, sure. when we spoke during the week, he was too scared to do the paw pump, paw bump. So you know what? It's kind of a trade-off. We got the smiles or the paw bump. Yeah, we're and I'm really role. happy, pretty happy with the paw bump, to be honest. I'm a little bit jealous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he'll do anything for food, so we'll see what he does next. Absolutely, you'll have to you'll have to film it and put it on Facebook for Absolutely. us so that we can cheer him on. Yeah, we will. Have a kiss. Oh, oh, beautiful puppy. No, it's, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us. No, thank well, you so much. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of The Pug Life Show. If you liked the episode or if you think it will be useful for someone else, please leave a review over at podchaser.com. And if you've got any questions or want to tell us how much you loved the episode, then let me know over at our Facebook group, Living the Pug Life, where crazy pug ladies meet to talk all things pug. So until next time, puggies, have a pawsome week. And humans, be generous with the snackies.